Well, they had mercenaries in the Renaissance. Yeah. I mean, what else? What? Uh, <laughs> when, when was the Renaissance? Like, like 800,000 PC? Or uh, AD? Sorry. What the fuck are you talking about? We went down the rivers. We crossed the plains. And the USA. USA. Yeah. So, uh, found a bullet casing. It's not a bullet casing. Oh, it's yeah. a blank. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? How does it work? Well, first of all, I saw it has blanks, plastic inside. Blanks don't have bullets. Bullets the part that actually gets fired out of the barrel. So it just has like powder in it. Yeah, so and then that, it's, got, it's got that little plastic cat butt thing. You know that. Yeah, I saw it. That's just what keeps the powder in, and then when it fires, it goes. And like, I just I love Seattle because we have those like socially conscious gangbangers. That yeah. like, well, I just don't want anybody to get like hurt, said, but I still don't want to look like well, a pussy. Like I said, it's just larping. Yeah. You know, like totally. Well, it's it's the responsible way to do it. You know. Yeah. You have a. I'm, I'm cool with that. Pre, pre-schedule your turf battles. And, yeah. You know. <laughs> but, uh, That's a Facebook fucking uh, event for uh, for Turf War. Which is hilarious because just as you said that, I got a Facebook event. Just, <laughs> for Turf War? Not for Turf War. <laughs> Don't for, forget to bring your blanks, guys. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I say. Like, I've alerted the authorities they'll be here a half an hour after we show up, so right. make sure you get here on time. Now, <laughs> you know, our RSVP, and remember uh, which, which side you're going to be on. Uh, um, so you can dress appropriately for your. Yeah. What if you show up with a red shirt and a blue bandana? Well, then you're just a you're peace, confused peacemaker. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be nice if that was the case? Then, well, then you're a fucking you're a you're a shitty like cop plant or whatever. Hello, yeah. fellow gangbangers. Yeah. I am wearing my gang colors today. I'm All ready. Of them. To, I'm ready to do some organized criming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If only it was that simple. Anyway, I think that's enough bullshit. Uh, welcome back to How the West is Fucked. How the West was fucked. Ah! Thank you, you for go. having me. I said is fucked. It sure but is. But I, I meant to say was, but I, I said is. Maybe there's some Freudian slippage happening there. Uh, that's why you need more lube. Today... Uh, well, it ends up in the West, but we're gonna we're gonna go do a little bit of seafaring today. Ooh. A little seafaring, so that's why I took the boat over. There you go, just to get in the mood. Mm-hmm. Sodomy and the lash, and all that stuff that happens on the Washington <laughs> State Ferry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Can't get rum anymore on the ferry. Yeah, the, they need to open that fucking galley, man. I, I want my overpriced Starbucks and yeah. two way too expensive fish and chips when I'm on that fucking boat. So then the seagulls can come eat your French fries. Yeah. Which I love when people used to be out there holding out the French fries and went back when you could smoke on the upper deck. Mm-hmm. So they're having a cigarette and leaning against the rail and bird just came and snatched lit cigarette oh, out yeah, of my hand and swallowed yeah. it. <laughs> so, ooh, enjoy that. You fucking... <laughs> but anyway, uh, Tony, what do you know about the United States... Nothing. Ex- explore, what is it, exploring expedition? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other than it sounds like your daughter made it up. Yeah, totally. Totally. What do you want to play today? Oh, let's play exploring expedition. Yeah, yeah. 
or the XX or the we'll call it the triple X just triple X they called it the XX X gonna give it to you yeah <laughs> fucking or, or more more likely how why do you know why Elliot Bay is named Elliot Bay because E.T. yeah yeah. Elliot. E.T. gets Bay. drunk and then the whole fucking bay gets wasted. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, yep. No, I nah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Well, what do you what do you suppose it's about? Uh, T.S. Elliot took a paddle wheeler across the bay. I'm not asking about Elliot Bay. I'm talking oh. about the 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 exploring expedition. What do you suppose that means in the context of what is it? Eighteen. <clears throat> 1838 uh, something. Oh shit! 1838. Yep. Yeah. 1838. So it's pre Civil War, but, but it's it's pa- up here. But it's po- it part part of it. It's all over. It's in like Tahiti and Hawaii and Antarctica. fucking Antarctica. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but what were they s- whaling? No, they were exploring. But what does exploring mean when you're going places that people already live? Oh yeah, where you're like conquistador shit. Like you're you're going to like not quite find a, lands not to quite take as over. Bad as conquistadors, I guess, because I don't not think cutting there's dicks any. Off? Yeah, not quite. But yeah, you're you're not too far off. Okay, really. cool. No, it's like I was explaining to someone about our podcast last night, and they're like, "What's it called?" I'm like, "How the West was fucked." And like, "What's it about?" I'm like, "It's about the 250 white people that founded America by walking around going, that's mine, that's mine, that's mine.' Those people over there, they're mine. Those people are mine. This is mine." Yep. Let yep. me make a hat band out so of your genitals. Yeah. So I assume it's that. That's yeah. mine. That's mine. That's mine. It's, okay. mm-hmm. it's kind of that. Cool. I mean, it's well, like, the the British were doing that, so this is America's answer to that. Yeah, and the, you know, and there was some actual science that happened, and there was, you know, kind of, <laughs> but we'll get it. we'll get into that. And then uh, <laughs> there was some map making that happened that apparently some of the maps are still like legit. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I know where I started, but I have no idea how far back Will's going to go. So, like, hit it off with your uh, Comic Sans, and let's see see where we Love land. The NPR voice. <laughs> Well, at least in the Northwest, it was 1792 when Captain Robert Gray was the first to enter the Columbia River, the Virgin oh, River there. Okay. That was 13 years before Lewis and Clark. 17... And he was a Brit? No, he was American. Oh, bullshit. Why didn't we mention him on the first episode? We did. Did we? It's yeah. been a long time. Okay. Do your research. <laughs> uh, 1768 is when uh, James Cook explored a lot of the South Pacific. Before pissing off the Hawaiians. Mm-hmm. Howley. Yep. Yeah, he got howlied all right. So there's uh, the USXX South Seas Exploring uh, Expedition. That was six sailing vessels with 346 men, nine scientists and artists. Uh, they wanted to explore the South Pacific. Of course, uh, they called it just the South Sea back in the day because when they got to the other side of whatever... Honduras or Panama, it was looking south. uh, Yeah, Cape Horn. No, when they, uh, I I have it somewhere here. Guy who first saw the Pacific was, it was facing south, so he just called it the South Sea. Oh, okay. Uh, Explore the South Pacific and and Pacific Northwest. Would map uh, 800 miles of Pacific Northwest coast, 1,500 of Antarctica, which was previously undiscovered. And also, you know, when you say Antarctic coast, it's all fucking ice, so it's, you know... Mm-hmm. It's those those not, maps are probably fucking useless Yeah, those, now. the Antarctica ones are fucked completely. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and of course, it's Captain Captain Wilkes might have been the inspiration for Captain Ahab of Moby Dick. Oh yeah, him. oh shit, he's a real treat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh oh, Balboa was the guy who crossed Panama and saw the that the Pacific face south. Oh. So that's why they named the South Sea Rocky. Rocky I was gonna Bell. say yeah yeah. Then he ran up some steps, beat up some meat, drank an egg, <laughs> drank an egg. <laughs> Uh, seven years later, Magellan crossed the bottom of South America and named it the Pacific. Uh, it was a name that wouldn't catch on until the middle of the 19th century, though. Because doesn't it mean, like, you know, Pacific is, like, calm, right? Something like that. And In what language? Probably Spanglish. I don't know. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's clearly bullshit. Was, you happen to have a calm day. Oh, yeah, this one's calmer than the Atlantic. Yeah, totally. Whereas, you know, comparatively, the Pacific will rip your fucking face off. Yeah. You know, um, but the captain we'll be talking about is Charles Wilkes. He was actually a lieutenant. Yep. Nah, that'll be coming into play pretty <laughs> quick here. He was born to well-to-do parents in New York City in 1798. Get a rope. Uh, his mother died when he was two. Uh, he was sent to live with his aunt Elizabeth and Seton who uh, later became America's first native-born saint. What? what? Like, born in America? Yep. But a Catholic saint? I guess so. Okay. What miracle did they do? Like, <laughs> fucking spreading smallpox? or <laughs> uh, The miracle of the pull-up method or something I'd, like I'd that. I turned this one blanket into thousands of cases of smallpox. <laughs> God damn it's it. It's a miracle. Uh, at four years old, was sent away to boarding school. But he always wanted to be a sailor uh, and tried to get into the Navy officer program, but it was all full. So he got on on a merchant vessel. Uh, there he drew a map of the English Channel from memory when the captain forgot the charts. Was it accurate? It was good enough to get to France anyway. Okay. Well, all you had to do is draw, like, you know, do a hand turkey, but kind of connect the <laughs> totally. things. And just draw, like, here be dragons down in one corner. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Like some ed- edge, of, edge of the earth, like I'll say, the, some, a giant head blowing fucking wind, and then across, just a yeah. dotted line with an X. Yeah, perfect map. map you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. or hand me them crayons. <laughs> you know? Suppose I should have wrote how old he was at the time. He probably wasn't four. That's last four. <laughs> That's kind of what <laughs> I was. But he was imagining. a teenager anyway. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, four then, four then, was a teenager at that then time. Then my map was actually a very accurate description. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he didn't receive any credit for the map, and he was abhorred by the conditions and treatment on the ship. Ship. Yeah, because you know what they did to cabin boys back in the day. Gave them birthday parties? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chuck E. Cheese. Made them balloon animals. <laughs> uh, I still love, one did shape, we, anyway. Did we talk about the the uh, the seafaring vessel toilet situation? I think we did, right? Yeah, the rope. The rope, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where it's just a plank with a hole, and you take a shit off the side, mm-hmm. and there's just a rope dragging in the water mm-hmm. with a frayed end. You hoist that up and wipe your asshole with it. With some nice briny, yeah, just barnacles. Sc- oh, we're gonna actually talk about rubbing salt in the wound. Oh, super. Later, thank God. <laughs> so that's wait for that one. Yeah. Uh, three years later, he got his an appointment as a Navy midshipman through the help of his father. I still don't know how old he is at the time, but probably seven. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sure he's a teenager or something. Yeah. Well, he's pretty old when he goes on the expedition, apparently. Mm-hmm. So. 
After a brief visit to D.C. to thank his father's friend for the appointment, he returned to New York City to find that his father had died. Oh, just like nobody <laughs> bothered to send a pigeon or whatever? Mm-hmm. And a few weeks later, Wilkes was in Boston uh, reporting to Commodore William Bainbridge in the USS SSS Independence. Okay. Like like namesake of Bainbridge Island? Yep. Oh, wow. That's why. Wow. This is all going to make sense after a while. I doubt it, but we'll It'll see. It'll make sense to us. Like the guys, <laughs> people, our listeners in Canada and Colorado might not be as familiar <laughs> with fucking what Bainbridge is. But, okay. It's a place you go if you have money. Yeah. It's an island for wealthy-ish eccentrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see Seattle from it, but you don't have to Seattle. You can just look at it yeah. from across the water. You can see Seattle. You don't have to see Seattle. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. like a, it's like a fucking, what, about 10-mile moat between you and the and the ruffians and street trash that inhabit our city. Oh, man. I watched Antifa. that movie again last night. Oh, isn't it so good? Street trash is fucking crazy. Yep. If you haven't seen it, it's about uh, homeless people that live in a really Mad Max kind of scenario in a garbage yard. It's a pretty fucked up neighborhood. And then they're given uh, some liquor that... Viper. ...that is toxic and causes you to melt from the inside and turn into paint, basically. Quite quite rapidly. Very rapidly. And it's... it's, Man, it's worth a watch. There's a decapitation by... uh, by a propane tank or acetylene tank. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. And there, dude gets his dick cut off in a junkyard, and they put, kind of play hot potato with uh, it for a while till it gets it thrown into a cab. Is it also the one where the dude's shoving the raw chicken in his pants to yeah, try yeah, to steal oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a family holiday classic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll take your word for it. Are you tired of the same old routine? My wife, my busting bitch. your hump. And getting nowhere. This just ain't my day. The boss, is he always on your back? Liza, my ass belongs in your chair, not in your lap, which is where you keep trying to put it. You bastard. The wife. You know. And the kids. Is that right? They never listen. I hate to see a person's life away in them goddamn computers. Do you ever feel like forgetting the whole thing? I think I got it easy? Well, now you can. I'm talking about life! Drop out. And join the ranks of the few, the filthy, the trash. I got my own place, a condominium. Where else can you live for free and eat for even less? Well, be forewarned. Freedom has its price. Yes, there's always a snake in the Garden of Eden. What you got for me today? Today? Tenderfly Viper. One buck. Here's to you, pussy. Don't drink my Viper. What? Street trash. It's easy to find us. We're all over the place. Uh, 1828, some people believe there there were holes at the poles. Yep. Actually, wasn't one of them uh, Haley? Like the guy that discovered Haley's Comet? Uh, probably. I, I believe so. Were the holes glorious? Oh, they were the most glorious holes. They were all agape, <laughs> waiting for exploration. <laughs> that would make more sense as to why these guys are like, I'm going to the North Pole, no matter what. Uh, to find out, uh, Jeremiah Reynolds pressed Congress to fund an expedition. Of course, it would only take 10 years to get an expedition going. Well, yeah. And also map islands of the South Pacific for commercial use, too, mm-hmm. to 
which means just exploiting. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, a tree's not a tree unless it's lumber. Mm-hmm. A person's not a person unless they're... Slave. Well, not, not necessarily Indentured. slave, but as long as they're making you money. As, say, labor. Mm-hmm. as long as you're making more money off of them than you're paying them, yes. then, they're, then they're a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those interested in going was Wilkes. He was 33 at the time. He was married for two years at the time. And he was studying science at the time. That's a lot of at the times mm-hmm. that I wrote there. Studying what? Science. Oh, science. I thought you said science. Science and technology. Industry. Magnetism. He's big into magnetism. Oh, super. Mm-hmm. Oh, buy these copper bracelets. <laughs> uh, Wilkes met Ferdinand Hassler. Wow, that's sick. Great name. Who was mapping the entire East Coast at the time and kind of became his role model. From a long line of Hassel, just Hasslers. The Jersey Shore down to the Florida Keys, just... So he has a role model. So Wilkes copied his arrogance and excitability. Oh, good. That's and strong will takeaway you should always get from your role models. You know. And uh, there, that would always get both of them into trouble. Ooh, like the Duke boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, <the> fucking, <laughs> just a boat flying through the air. Yeah. Well, looks like them Duke boys getting into a little bit of trouble Making again. Making their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's a couple of scamps. Mm-hmm. Pirates of hazard. Yeah, we're going to get into some of the scampiness. Like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'll let you think on this. Like uh, the term uh, uh, "flogged around the fleet." I don't know if you found that, but did they gonna... refer to their fucking twig and giggleberries as the fleet? Nope. Okay, uh, but we'll get to it when we start sailing and stuff. Cool. We mm-hmm. just start describing ship conditions. All right, I will shut the fuck up. I'm here. <laughs> Uh, Wilkes wanted desperately to go on a Reynolds expedition. Uh, that was the one to find the holes in the poles. Yeah. Uh, he had training from Hassler and his brother-in-law was a professor at Columbia, uh, but no reputation in the Navy, but he had a sense of entitlement. Oh, so good. that, that entitles you to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's just a lieutenant at the time, so he's kind of too young to command a ship. Uh, but he hoped to be in charge of at least a, the second vessel in charge. Um, he even offered to buy a boat if he would be given charge of it. Anyway, I'll take my own boat. Yeah. Uh, when Reynolds, the guy trying to put together the expedition, finally met Wilkes, he found him to be, quote, vain and conceited. Um, but the expedition was not to be. They had to scrap it. John uh, Q. Adams lost to Andrew Jackson at the time. Damn it. And the voyage met opposition from the house, and keeping the isolationist attitude that uh, they got from Jackson there. The, yeah, so isolationist that he likes to fucking attack Mexico and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Wilkes went to the Mediterranean, then he got smallpox. Oh, is it a face a mass of lesions? Well, good. Mm-hmm. And he convalesced for a year. Uh, spring of 1833, after the birth of his third child, was put in charge of charts and instruments in D.C. Ooh, instruments. Nerd. So he was, basically, if he had to check out a, a sextant, you had to go see him. Yeah, or, mm-hmm. a, or a bassoon, or a <laughs> fucking French horn. Yeah, mm-hmm. cello. So he spent three years checking out bassoons. Oh, yeah. like he was in the AV cage and handed shit out yeah, to people? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Ooh, I need a compass. Oh. Fucking sign here. Yeah, you gotta that- s- sign the witchcraft waiver. We don't know what causes this to work, so if you get a hex on you from using it, you know, the school's not liable. 
I think they did know what cost back then. But. You said he's in the magnets, right? Yeah. Okay. It's just more. It's just more fun. If you, they think everything, watching people witchcraft. flip out over, you know, basically insane clown posse. Yeah. Water, fire, air, and dirt. Fucking magnets. How do they work? Plus and plus repel each other. Minus and minus repel each other. And plus and minus attract. And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Speak of insane clown presidents, Andrew Jackson railed against <laughs> intellectualism to get elected. Oh, wow. That's Nobody's ever done that before nope, or since. Ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> but after a while, kind of gradually support his scientific endeavors. Cause, uh, cause, well, because he could try to use like phrenology to justify fucking massacring Native Americans. So. <laughs> well, I like this science. This is good science. So in 1836, it was decided they would try that trip again to the poles, to holes to the poles. That needs to be like a charity race. <laughs> poles to the poles, just ooh, or like um, maybe like a stripathon kind of. Ooh, thing yeah, there you go, the kids. So the expedition had a commander, Thomas Catsby Jones. That was Jackson's old friend. We talked about that guy before. That name sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard that name before. It's just too cartoony to like. Well, because it sounds like a cartoonist that, yeah. that, that draws something about a snarky cat and yeah. a fucking. Catsby Jones. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was still crippled from an injury he got at the Battle of New Orleans. Ooh. Where they fired our guns and the British kept it coming. Mm-hmm. And he was drawing a cartoon wasn't cat. As many as there was a while ago. And then ago. he fell on his pencil. Uh, Wilkes was still in charge of getting instruments for the trip. So I he need went- some harmonicas and. Uh, Finger symbols, um, I'll take those maracas. Uh, uh, you went to Europe to get stuff. Well, you know, German engineering, Swiss Swiss precision. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like British, I don't know. Exceptionalism? I guess. <laughs> uh, but when he gets back, so he takes like a year to get stuff. And when he gets back, the expedition was still far from being ready. Damn it, I did my part. Jones and the commander of the Navy, Mullen Dickerson, were squabbling over as- every aspect of the expedition. So this is probably why American hasn't explored anything right. like the British. Uh, winter of 1837, there's more than a dozen scientists were chosen. Uh, they were critical of Wilkes' scientific instruments, or lack of a microscope. Ooh. Those are new at How the time. How are we supposed to chart and navigate without a microscope? Wait, they were making fun of him because they didn't have a microscope? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You call yourself a scientist. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, you got you spent a year collecting all this shit from Europe and you didn't even get a microscope. What a fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> How you call yourself a doctor with without, like, without a fucking uh, stethoscope around your neck? Well, and pretty much with like no instructions and probably no real budget, and you yeah. know, mm-hmm. hobbling this all this shit together. Well, here's the thing that's kind of impressive is like you know all these other expeditions we talk about. Usually they're like woefully, they're either woefully underprepared or they fuck up and lose all their shit. Like yeah. Captain, they Captain Thornet, you know. Yeah. But these guys, yeah, you know, by the time they actually get rolling, they're pretty, pretty stocked up. Mm-hmm. Pretty, uh, yeah, pretty less likely to have to eat each other. <laughs> you still do it. You get, yeah. you get bored out there. I mean, it's part of the experience. You got to do it at least <laughs> right. twice. Uh, so uh, Wilkes wants to go, uh, but of course he's still a lieutenant, so he's not going to get a captain of anything. Uh, Dickerson finally offered him the astronomer position, Ooh. but that meant that he had to report to all the scientists that were uh, too busy dissing him for not having a uh, 
microscope. Yeah. <laughs> so he said he Micro, wanted no part of the expedition at the time. Well, there's a later quote, like when they actually go on there. I don't know if he's at that point yet, but he called. He referred to the scientists that they actually end up going along on the main thing as uh, clam diggers and bug catchers. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I just love this picture in my head now. Just a bunch of like scientists with like beakers and Bunsen burners and, and shit, butterfly just, nets and pith helmets, <laughs> just like making fun of this guy. <laughs> ooh, ooh, you're a scientist. Yeah, I don't see your graduated cylinder anywhere. Yeah, fucking ooh, nerd. You're an astronomer, so you're to land the deck of the ship and just stare up at the sky like an asshole. Ooh, yeah. Look at stars. Ooh, look at me. My job is so hard. I'm an academic. Uh, 1837, a financial panic also hit. Mm. Uh, Insider trading Enron? Probably. Yep, it was the first Enron. I think it was something to do with national banking that Jackson the, was fucking up. The beaver currency fell yeah. flat. I don't know. We'll have to get into that at some point. Uh, of course, the expedition suffered from infighting, and that spread into the papers. Uh, Wilkes proposed that he chart stuff because he had uh, uh, done that at off of Cape Cod. I propose that I chart stuff. Fuck he, off! No microphone or microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no microphone. Have an asshole. But he hadn't commanded a ship uh, in fourteen years, and now he was thirty-nine in eighteen thirty-seven. Oh, Jesus. he's ancient. Yeah. So he wanted to demonstrate his map-making abilities. Once again, hand turkey. Like, and then you do a dotted line. <laughs> Observe. You next. Then a draw dragon in the corner, eating a boat. Don't go there. <laughs> Boopity boop. So now uh, he's uh, making maps off uh, Savannah, Georgia. Ooh. Lovely Savannah, where they filmed Swamp Thing. Oh, and then he met Mitch McConnell when he, Mitch McConnell was like 15. Was he from Savannah? He's from Georgia, isn't he? Well, he's from, oh, Kentucky. No, he's from Kentucky. Well, Marjorie he, Taylor Greene, however. Oh, there you go. <laughs> she is the dragon in the map. She's a f- fuck. Don't go there. Fucking, fucking wildebeest. <laughs> That's uh, all I can come up with. Racist That's wildebeest. That's not horrible. Yeah. Uh, one guy he didn't get along with uh, was Charles Erskine. Erkskin. Okay. Erkson. Erkson? Leif Erickson. I was just going to say I was saying Rocky Erickson. <laughs> oh, yeah, three-headed dog. He was 16 at the time and served as a cabin boy. Which oh, he, no. Mm-hmm. Now I'm a cabin man. <laughs> uh, Wilkes said, quote, one of the most beautiful boys I ever beheld. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've always little, wanted to sail. Little, little on the nose. Little <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Well, you know, you just think of the circumstances. You just pack a dress along and need somebody to dance with. You just say, here, cabin boy, put this on. Well, you know, if it's consensual, maybe. Sure. But, but I mean, imagine, like, your life circumstances to where you're like, yes, I will be a cabin boy. Like, how fucked, oh, up, how well. fucked up is your life that you're like, yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, me I mean, ship. I think a lot of, you got to think about the future because, you know, you got a cabin boy before you can... Shitty sailor, right. and you got a shitty mm-hmm. sailor before you can captain lieutenant, right. and then you got to get a microscope before you can be a scientist. You know, it's working in the in the shipping room before you get up into sure, the, sure. you know, just worse. So you want to make it in this company? Yeah, huh? yeah. There is seven years before the mast as a cabin boy, and we'll see if we can move you up to deck swab. You know, like fucking. <laughs> yeah, they all can't be pretty. Like, uh, what's his name on on the movie Cabin Boy? Oh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris Elliott. Elliott. Yeah. Yep. Which I love Elliott that, uh, Bay is named after. 
Yeah. <laughs> after Chris Elliott. I love that. Uh, Disregard uh, that. Fucking, uh, what's his name? The the the, the late sh- late night show guy that was on the in that movie. Oh, Letterman. Letterman yeah. was in it. And uh, Letterman is like, he basically like never want, he's like, I don't want to be a fucking actor. I don't want to be in movies. Yeah. And he lost a bet to Chris Elliott. So he had to be in the movie. And he just pretty much <laughs> plays himself. Plays himself. Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, look at you, little girl. How are you doing there? <laughs> I have been wandering this dreary village in hopes of finding the Queen Catherine. You wouldn't have any idea where she might be docked, would you? Uh, you know what you are? You're, you're one of those little uh, fancy lads, aren't you? <laughs> Boy, you're cute. Okay. Gosh, what a sweet little outfit. Yeah. Is it your little spring outfit? No. <laughs> you couldn't be cuter. You're so adorable. Oh, my. You know, you remind me of my niece, Sally. Lovely girl. She's, she's a dietitian. Hey. Would you like to buy a monkey? Uh, so Wilkes becomes a father figure in the George Michael sense. Oh, gross. Uh, but they had a falling out because Wilkes had to whip him when uh, Erskine uh, dropped some letters into the water. Oh, had to. Drop some what? Letters. Like in a bottle? No, just like, whoops, your mail's in the water. Oh, yeah. I think he was. Uh, no, he was not a, Help me. Help me. <laughs> Call the police. Just every, every possible <laughs> container. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. You think you hate it now, motherfucker? (laughs) So Erskine couldn't sit for three weeks after that. Oh, shit. And he vowed his revenge, which he will, uh, if you follow along, he'll get. Well, I didn't didn't read about that part, but it does uh, set a precedence for, uh, you know, Wilkes kind of becomes notorious for really, really enjoying logging stuff and people later, but we'll get into that. Mm Mm-hmm. So by fall 1837, the expedition seemed close to ready. They even took along a new pistol bowie knife combination. Yep. Oh, what? Well, we've showed the pistol knives, you know. Have we? Yeah. It's I don't like know a that musket I... with a fucking blade on it. Oh, okay, okay. It's like, wow, I can't, oh, yeah. I can't holster it without stabbing myself. <laughs> I can't load it without... Well, you can holster it in your leg like Robocop. Yeah, well, and, then, Robocop. Well, and this is still the time of like muzzle loading, so you've got a big fucking knife <laughs> while you're trying your to like, ramrod ram shit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh. Mm, good stuff. So they're getting ready, but Captain Jones was coughing up blood. Yeah, he'll be oh, fine. He'll get over it. He resigns command. So they're without a captain. Uh, by the winter of 1838, President Martin Van Buren saw that Dickerson was not fit for organizing the expedition. Only took how many years? Mm-hmm. Decade. Out. So he put his Secretary of War in charge of finding a captain. It's definitely who should be expeditioning is the War Department. <laughs> right. And that guy was Joel, Joel Poinsett. Who brought like, the poinsettia flower to like, the United States like, later in the Mexican War? Oh no, War. shit! Really? Oh, I mm-hmm. thought it was gonna be match set. Point. I was gonna say, yeah, point set match. Yeah, he invented tennis. So he offers it to every captain in the Navy, but they all turned it down. Oh, the job! I was still imagining him like handing flowers to people. <laughs> Would you like a flower? Well, no, no. Probably good, half of yeah. it is like what exploring. Like we're not going to raid anything. Yeah. Like, fuck, like. Well, it's you know you're exploring. There's going to be some implied rating. No, I want I want blatant rating. Blatant I want rating. it to be in my contract. Yes, yeah. or else fuck you. I'm not doing it. So Captain Joseph Smith said he'd agree if he had Wilkes as a surveyor. So Wilkes is now in, but less than a month, Wilkes would be in charge. Uh, basically, he's a man with more desk experience than experience on the high seas, uh, because Smith would later step down. So he gets it by default. Yay, failing upwards. Mm-hmm. Real John McCain. 
Tucker Carlson. <laughs> yeah, that's more apt. <laughs> so the higher-ranking officers were pissed at the news, even though they were the ones who turned it down. I didn't want it, but now for some reason I do. <laughs> you gave it to him? Damn it. So they have two sloops of war. Yeah. The two hunter- sloops of war? Yep. yep. That sounds like a name of a song or like a book or something. Sloop of war. Sloop of war. Two scoops of raisins. Slow too. fucking yeah, two sloops. <laughs> two sloops of raisins. That was a lot a, of fucking raisins. Yep. 127-foot Vincennes. 118-foot Peacock. Yep. 109-foot uh, uh, ship. That was a store ship called the Relief. And three smaller vessels to get around the shallows of the South Pacific Islands. Yeah. The porpoise, the yep. seagull, flying mm-hmm. fish. Yep. Really? Yep. Okay. Those are the smaller ones, the 88-foot brig, the porpoise, and two 70-foot schooners. Yep. It's not a schooner. It's a sailboat. There is no Easter Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb bastard. So he gets a bunch of lieutenants, even though he's a lieutenant himself. Mm-hmm. That's William Hudson, Andrew Long, and Lieutenant Caldwater Ringgold. None of them who have surveying experience. Whoa, different Ringgold? Yeah. Oh, wow. Probably like his cousin or some shit. Probably, yeah. Again, 200 people, 200 white people. Yeah. So Wilkes gets back at the scientists by eliminating 20 of them or so. <laughs> like eliminating them or like <laughs> just not taking away them? <laughs> just, just not taking away Just scientist comes back from a hard day of like trying to make gold out of lead or whatever. And <laughs> Wilkes is like underneath his bunk, like, you know, pops out and stabs ah! him with a scimitar, you know. <laughs> I'd like to imagine him like killing him with science, just like <laughs> dumping fucking acid on his head or something. Or... Science, science, <laughs> throwing smallpox blankets on him. Yeah, right. Think fast. <laughs> ah! So Wilkes would be head of the physical sciences. So oh yeah, because he's so, the most qualified. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, they took uh, James Dwight Dana, who was an expert geologist. This is just some of the more famous ones that mm-hmm. you still haven't heard of anyway. And Asa Gray as botanist. Um, so in, they're in Norfolk shipyards. They had trouble getting uh, help refitting the ships. So they had to go to the president, Van Buren, again. Poinsettia, or Poinsett, was beset by illness. So Van Buren had to promise him to make sure he would uh, get all the stuff that he needed. Like healthcare, Ooh. medicine? Mm-hmm. Okay. You also forgot that they, uh, or maybe you didn't read it, they had uh, Charles Pickering along with her, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, he's kind of, um, what you call, um, a racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what like you call a, it. That's he, why he's, he's like a, sci- a scientist racist, you know. Oh. So. That's why the by Harstein Island there's Pickering patch- Passage. So. Oh, super. Uh, so, but uh, morale was high when they first took off. So Wilkes is just waiting around for word that he'd be promoted to captain, because he's still a lieutenant. Uh, so captain was the highest appointment in the Navy at the time. There's no admirals at the time. And commodore was the designation of being in charge of a squadron of ships. Right. How many are in a squadron? Several. Several. Got it. <laughs> so and They're not even called squadrons anymore, I don't think. Like, squadrons is airplanes and tanks, but I think ships is what? Gaggle. Fleets, flotillas, fucking... Ooh, flotilla's a good word. doesn't get used much yeah. anymore. So, That'd be a good drink name. Ooh, flotilla? Flotilla. Put a little boat on top? Several? Like pork rind floating in some <laughs> whiskey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, 
Monday mor- or Sunday morning coming down, August 18th, they set sail. Uh, Wilkes' instructions were a three-year dash around the globe. That's it? That's all the instructions? <laughs> yep. yep. Go! <laughs> Head east and suddenly turn left. Yeah. <laughs> so in the next five months, he was supposed to investigate some doubtful shoals in the middle of the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Did they call them that? These are the doubtful shoals. Well, this uh, guy basically said there's shoals there, and they're like, nah, I don't, I don't think there's shoals, yeah. but we'll go look. We'll check it out. Right. My handprint turkey thing says no, but mm-hmm. we'll check it anyway. Then Provision at Rio, and then yeah, Survey. Pro- provision at Rio, just fucking rum and mm-hmm. strippers and <laughs> donkey show. Mm-hmm. And then Survey the Mouth of the Rio Negro in Patagonia. Uh, he was to establish a base operations at Cape Horn, which is on the, the tip. There. Yeah, it's basically, that would be a great place. You know, you get stationed at Cape Horn, just always a billion mile an hour wind and, you know, fucking waves smashing you and yeah. nobody can get to you. Sounds great. Yep. Then they were to make a, a stab at Antarctica and uh, avoid being frozen in there and get back by March 1839. Then on to the Pacific, uh, they go provision in Valparaiso, Chile, which was kind of the big town there in the day. Okay. Um, then go to the Navigator Society and Fiji Island groups, right? And survey them. Are you just talking about their itinerary, or this? Yeah, is this where is, they are yep. this is no. This okay. is the overview of like where they're supposed <laughs> to some, go. Something pretty important happens around that Valparaiso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then on to Sydney, Australia. What? To prepare for another push to the south, to the Antarctic. I was going to say, that's a ways out of their fucking way. They don't know that yet. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Should be there in like four hours. And by the next March, head back north again and provision at Hawaii. And go to fucking Maine. And then continue to the northwest coast in the summer of 1840. Then on to Japan, Philippines, Singapore, Cape of Good Hope, and then oh, finally yes. New York City by the summer of 1841. Just world touring. Holy shit. So that's three years. Dude, your fucking ship will <laughs> rot away before. <laughs> that's ambitious. Yeah. So because of the prevailing winds, they had to kind of zigzag uh, across the Atlantic there when they first go out. They had to go south, then east towards Africa. Uh, they hit the islands of Madeira off of Morocco. That's where they get the wine. Mm-hmm. Then the Cape Verde Islands, and then west across the equator to Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. So time was already running out if they wanted to reach Cape Horn by December. Then the peacock began to leak. Oh, good. Mm-hmm, the drippy dick. Uh, it'd have to be fixed at Rio. As you say, yeah, the peacock began to leak. Definitely sounds like a euphemism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the relief ship, uh, the relief, that wish it was the store ship, that was uh, slow. Oh, yeah, because it's full of all their fucking billions Wor- pills and goods. pork rinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Wilkes sent it straight to Rio instead of going to the Cape Verde Islands. But those guys were super disappointed. Oh, we have to go straight to Rio? No. So, Wilkes is still pissed off that he's still not made a captain yet. That he couldn't wear his captain's uniform. <laughs> Literally just wants to cosplay. That's all that'll just put it on. Just make him happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like who's gonna fucking tell you to not? Like exactly. Dress like a fucking astronaut for anybody that <laughs> gives a shit. You know. 
So he had himself and Hudson, the other uh, captain of the the bigger ship there, I guess, uh, Vincennes, and yeah. what was the other one? The fucking... Walrus? No, yep. it'd be cool if it was the walrus. Uh, <laughs> so they the, take uh, off their epaulets to distinguish them from other lieutenants. It, the, actually, the biggest ones is, the, yeah, it's the peacock and the Vincennes are the big, big bastards. Yep. And so he asked everybody to call him captain. Man, he's you not going to let this shit go. You can call me Captain. Call me I Captain Science. You, you don't have a captain's outfit or yeah. a fucking microscope, you stupid asshole. I'm going to legally change my name to Captain, and then you'll have to call me Captain. <laughs> so Charles Erskine's along for the trip. First, he was assigned to the Porpoise. But then he was ordered to be on the Vincennes. Now he had to serve under Wilkes again, uh, his mortal enemy. Oh, shit. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Fezzens was cruising along in a strong wind. One of the lines managed to wrap around the neck of a deckhand. Like a, some Whoops. kind of in, in, inanimate octopus monster. Mm-hmm. Like fucking mm-hmm. ghost ship. Fucking Pirates of the Caribbean haunted bullshit. Yep. So it yanks him off his feet. So he's hanging there. Oh, oh fuck. That's a good omen. <laughs> <laughs> you like when that happens on your voyage. So he's kind of stuck there. Either if you pull on the rope, he'd be choked to death. If they slacken the ro- line, he'd crash on the deck. Oh, so he's like 15 or 20 feet up in the air. Just strangling. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Finally, they did get him down. Worst, they shot him. Worst windsock ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, put him out of his misery. Uh, his face was black, but when he was brought down, he began breathing again and Eesh. lived. Oh, God. And then, yeah, I forgot how to spell and... Uh, they made it to Madeira, which was famous for its wine. Uh, Captain Cook got 3,000 gallons there when he stopped there on his world tour. And so, shit. of course, this guy's going to be like, I need 3,001 gallons, because mm-hmm. he had a big heart on about outdoing Captain Cook. Oh, really? Everything, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, so, for the next nine days, the men explore the island. Wilkes got his own wine that he would joy- enjoy through the journey. Ooh, Mad Dog 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Madura Dog 2020. That's what it's short for. It has a very tropical vibe to it. As it says, it is grape wine with natural flavors. We will notice a gold chain and a bling bling. This bad boy's got some style. So they're almost in Africa, but now they're heading west again because trade winds. Because this is a three-year tour. Yep. Do, 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 Yep. Uh, First Lieutenant Thomas Craven was bearing the brunt of Wilkes' jealousy. Craven being a better sailor. Uh, you don't want to show up the, the big dog. And then Craven took out his frustrations on Reynolds, another lieutenant. Oh, shit rolls downhill. <laughs> and Reynolds told Wilkes of Craven's dressing him down, so this is just a big... <laughs> Bitch fight. Yeah, yeah. Like fucking Real Housewives. Real Housewives, of a- exactly. <laughs> real Housewives of the Exploration, Exploration. Yeah. The Exploitation, Exploration, and Expedition. Triple X. Mm-hmm. Uh, they looked for the Phantom Shoals but couldn't find them, so that was, they disproved that myth. Oh. Busted. Mm hmm. Uh, they observed Magellanic clouds. What? Magellanic Clouds? Well, it's first seen by Magellan during his trip. Well, I fucking figured that, but what do they look like? They're kind of like shiny white clouds, except for they're kind of like more Milky Way type of the stuff. What the fuck are you talking about? There's like sparkles in them? Yeah. So kind of just imagine the Milky Way, I guess. And it's kind of unexplained well into the 20th century. 
Ooh, those are cool. Oh, they're not actual clouds. It's when you look in this, the night sky and you can kind of see like a nebulous or something like that. I don't mm -hmm. know what they're... Or, or you're, yeah. look, you're looking at a, a galaxy far away well, that's just like a let's, cloudy... Let's consult the I thought, Oracle at Wikipedia. I, I thought they were actually clouds. Oh, like, the, okay, the, the Magellanic cloud. I thought it was too because he's describing it like a cave person would describe, <laughs> just describe a typewriter. A but car, like yeah. a, a fucking... Uh, Magellanic clouds, according to Wikipedia, are two irregular dwarf galaxies visible in the southern celestial hemisphere. So there's just two okay, of them. Okay, so there's oh. two, two galaxies gonna, you can see with your naked eye. And they're eyes. just going to be there. Right. But since it's where nobody is, right. of course, you've got to be a sailor, basically, to right. notice it. Well, and they're far away from town, so there's no, like, street lights or anything. Right. Yeah, in the southern celestial Movie hemisphere, theaters. they're members of the local group and are orbiting the Milky Way galaxy. Because both show signs of a bar structure. Awesome. There's bars there. Uh, <laughs> bars in space. They're they're basically uh, spiral galaxies. Sure. Okay. Uh, there's the figured. and they're they're uh, cleverly named the large Magellanic cloud and the small Magellanic cloud. Oh. Cool. That's great. I thought cool. it'd be the, you know, extra large in the medium or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pl uh, husky. Husky <laughs> and, and, and petite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So of course they didn't know what the hell that was, but witchcraft. I didn't either. Then you got to yeah. <laughs> so they got to burn a cat or something. God, Can you imagine what that fucking Should smell like? Kill an albatross, yeah. make a guy wear it around his neck, and <laughs> oh my god, dude! Uh, a couple years ago, I saw a fucking one man band down at the down at the market, and he you know he had the he'd like move his foot and it would play a little little hand drum like a little mm. lever would hit it and then he would like play the acoustic guitar and he had like strings attached to some fucking seagull wings that he'd found on the ground and so every time he'd strum <laughs> the guitar these seagull wings would like flap on his back awesome yeah it was fucking excellent that's a sign of the end times there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh speaking crazy. of signs of the end times uh the king has changed up his uh, i saw it. does he did, was he wearing the mohawk uh he was fucking zorro today what Whoa. he was full no fucking around I haven't seen fucking the Zorro get up. Zorro, fucking the gay blade, whatever. Whoa. Like, full the fuck on. Holy shit, Different dude. sword, like Zorro yeah. sword. Not, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the other day I was cruising by and he had a fucking, like, uh, what do you call it? Like a Troy warrior fucking with the helmet with the thing that goes down the middle and the mohawk at the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah, oh. He had that shit on with a fucking big ass cape and a giant sword and a shield. Oh, fuck. Di different shield than normal. Apparently he's only, like, spanging for more weapons and armor. Which I like, totally, uh, yeah, I will I'm, totally I'm fucking get behind every that. Every day. Yeah. Like, fucking, all, all I hope he's way. building a legion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. The moment you didn't know you were waiting for has arrived. The new 8-track from Seminole Award losing band, The Bangalores. It's called Dog's Hall. Features 15 brutal songs to violate your ear holes, including such quote-unquote hits as Unprotected X, Witches of Etic, and Finger Wicked Good. Get it? All the songs are about witches. Buy yours today at Shuttered Record Stores today, or listen on Spotify or whatever. So on to Rio they go. 
Uh, remember, they sent the relief uh, there directly instead mm. of going so to Madeira. So those guys are Madeira. good, good and drunk and full of syphilis by this point. But now uh, they're still uh, no, the relief was nowhere to be seen. Oh shit! Uh oh. So it's they sent like, it ahead. It's and, almost like somebody took off with all their shit. Mm-hmm. So Wilkes planned to stay in Rio a month and conduct his gravity and magnetic experiments that you were talking about. <laughs> okay, how did those go? Well, he's he sitting there dropping apples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had to, like, build his own special room and assemble it and reassemble it every time he wanted to do his stupid gravity Like a tests. fucking Faraday cage? Yeah. What the awesome. fuck? That's like the, uh, what's the place down in Oregon? Uh, the Vortex. The vortex. Yeah. It's not just in Oregon. Every state has one. Yeah. Like South Dakota, it's the mystery spot. Yeah, yeah Montana, yeah. it's, well, I think, also the mystery spot. But yeah, yeah, the mystery spot. It, there's one in California called the mystery spot. Yeah. But the one in Oregon is called the, like, the, the Vortex, I think. Yeah. Stick your dick in this hole. This yeah. is an anomaly that only happens here and everywhere else we build weirdly shaped buildings. Yeah, that totally. Trick you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the scientists got off the boat oh. <laughs> and explored and yeah. brought back uh, 5,000 specimens to the United States. Yes. Yes. Super. And they all became invasive species, well, one of which is uh, fucking people from Europe. Actually, no. Most of them ended up in the Smithsonian, and a lot of them are still there. Oh, cool. Because when they bring back specimens, oh, they're not bringing them alive, usually. They're, yeah. You know. But it was kind of unusual, because uh, as Will mentioned, uh, Dick Bag McGee, uh, what's his name? Uh, Wilkes. Wilkes didn't like the scientists, and oftentimes he would just like make them stay on the ship mm-hmm. while they'd go ashore. <laughs> I fucking love the science drama. It's like our main our main dude has beef with the fucking scientists. They got beef with him, and then well, the scientists get treated like second class. Right. Citizens. Well, and one of them was like, "Why? Why are we? Why are we?" It's like fishing with John. Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? <laughs> like, <laughs> About this time, Wilkes starts getting terrible headaches too. Oh, he's got coronavirus. Yep. Uh, then uh, this is kind of when he really changes behavior. It really starts being a dick. Probably because he was stretched beyond his capabilities. And had a demon living in his skull. Mm-hmm. And the less that he was in control, the more he focused on his rank problem. Oh, yeah. His problem of rank. Real fucking... Not just no. smelly. Real high, high on the list of shit that I'm you need to figure out. I'm a fucking captain! <laughs> I'll fucking show him. Fucking microscope having fucking. Actually, is he still trying to be a captain? No, he wants to be Commodore, right? Because eventually he starts calling himself Commodore. Yep. We'll get to that. Delusions of grandeur. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, Late December, he was finished with his gravity experiments. (laughs) Usually it goes down (laughs) instead of up. Yeah. So he went uh, went to shore and relaxed and had a hot bath. Just picturing like today on Raul's Wild Kingdom, we're teaching poodles how to fly. <laughs> totally. Great gravity experience. Like, I'm going to build my little room and we're just going to throw shit around. Yeah. Like, just blood stains everywhere and gore in the corners. Just dropping shit off the crow's nest <laughs> and onto the deck. Come here, cabin boy. Yeah. All right. Wrap this rope around your neck. You know, just a list of things like gravity, yes or no. Just a list of things. <laughs> is, there, is there gravity Bu- here? Bucket, yes. Uh, apple. Yes. Yes. Cabin Fe- boy. Where's the cabin boy? <laughs> Feather, kind of. Yeah. Ooh, question mark. Yeah. So uh, Wilkes gets a bath, but he probably wasn't used to it because he faints right after he gets out. <laughs> and he couldn't talk afterward. What the fuck? Bathe him in fucking opium? <laughs> he was probably mentally and physically exhausted, uh, but he was put to bed and the next morning he was fine. Okay. Oh, he's a little guy. He's all tuckered out. Somebody needs a nap. <laughs> January 6th, they leave Rio behind schedule. Uh, 
Wilkes is no well, no you, hurry because they're going to Antarctica because you well, know. did you tell us about the fact that the relief finally did show back up? Oh yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> oh good, <laughs> yeah. So January twenty fifth, they land at the mouth of the Rio Negro and put out boats to survey it. If he wanted to get to Antarctica in time, he should have scrapped that mission. But he's uh, dick, a dick, and he had a headache that day too. And he had Craven go out. Um, the current was strong, so he had rowed near to the porpoise. The waves were strong, and the ship was tossed. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Craven's out there, but he keeps getting further and further away because of the current. Uh, Wilkes thought he went there to make some mer- uh, merrymaking and getting drunk. Oh, yeah. He's partying. So the next morning, Wilkes decides Craven needed to be punished, okay. even though he had no proof. Uh, Craven learned through another lieutenant that he was suspended. Uh, Craven didn't know what he did wrong. <laughs> what are you doing out here? Aren't you suspended? <laughs> what? <laughs> fuck are you? (laughs) Uh, Wilkes uh, was still kind of liked at the time and no other officer said anything about it. Uh, The squad left February 3rd. Uh, The crew, of course, had no idea where they were going because Wilkes didn't tell them. (laughs) Jesus Christ, man. It's like, hey, we're going to Antarctica. It's like, what's that? Nobody's (laughs) been there before. That's right. You're going to love it. There's like these big seal chickens that uh, (laughs) will just stand there and let you club them to death. That's right. And there's a glorious hole somewhere. (laughs) But it was tradition that that the captain wouldn't tell his crew where they were going. Well, yeah, you can't tell the commoners shit Mm because they'll they'll rabble, 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 mutiny, mutiny, mutiny. Mm Mm-hmm. So February 16th, they saw Cape uh, Horn there, and then they uh, Wilkes told them that they would go down to Tierra del Fuego. Mm-hmm. That's the southernmost part of South America. Then Wilkes tells them they're going south again to the unexplored lands of Antarctica. Ooh, here there be Ooh. dragons. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where the ice wall is. Well, basically, part of his reason is he wanted to go further south and once again than Cook did. So. Oh, I see. It's a mm-hmm. one-upmanship thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to drive straight into all that ice and shit. (laughs) Uh, There he sent only the porpoise and peacock and two schooners south. The rest was kept around Tierra del Fuego to do some map making. Hang out with the Fueguins. Wilkes put two junior lieutenants in charge of the schooners. When one lieutenant named Lee sent a strongly written letter objecting because... You know, everything's got to be done with rank and, yeah. and stuff. He was dismissed and told to go home once they reached Valparaiso. How, what? How the fuck is he getting like home? Like a fucking greyhound? Well, or? here's a schooner. Or, yeah. uh, no, here's a fucking rowboat. Here's a bucket. Have fun, Sorry. dickhead. Yeah. Half a barrel. Yeah. So that guy's out. And then he has to reshuffle the officers, and he reinstates Craven since he was down an officer. But only after Craven would write an apology letter to him. <laughs> I'm sorry for the thing that I, that you perceive that I did that I'm unaware of what it was. Jesus. You fucking weirdo. Fucking hell. It's just like it's like a floating high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Wilkes would describe this as the turning point in the discipline of the voyage. Oh boy. Uh, he believed Lee and Craven part of the mutinous cabal. Uh huh. Oh no. Oh yeah. Deep, oh, no. deep state. Oh, no. 
So it's time to go south now. Wilkes divided oh, it's, the... It's been going south this whole fucking time. <laughs> Divides the four vessels into two groups, which I guess would be two apiece. Yeah. I was going to say, why make it complicated? So Hudson would take the peacock and the flying fish southwest and try to get further than 106 degrees of longitude. That was the furthest Cook got south. Mm-hmm. Wilkes would take command of the porpoise and head southeast towards the Shetland Islands. Yay. Uh, the following day, they came upon a whale ship with 3,800 barrels of oil. So, like, we're exploring. Like whale all- oil? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, fucking motor oil. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, the whale Canola ship. Oil? It's a fucking whale ship. All right. It's, it's making- only out there to get whale oil. But I just, like, we're exploring. There's literally, it'd be like if you're in the, you know, I'm going to explore the Sahara, and you come across, like, an Exxon tanker truck. Yeah, totally, you totally. Know? Oh. But you've been, like, driving in a fucking Land Rover over dunes and shit, and there's just a shipping highway, you know? With, like, <laughs> yeah, you go, oh, there's a freeway yeah. here. Fuck. So the uh, crew sends letters back on the whale ship there. Oh, boy. Uh, most of them are the uh, you-might-never-see-me-again type yeah, of letters. Just, the whalers are, of course, reading all that and jerking off to it and whatever else. <laughs> so. oh, can we borrow your cabin, boy? Oh, literature. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. now it begins to snow, so they should have hurried up, but they didn't. Uh, they see icebergs, penguins, and whales. Yay. Um, like I said seal chickens. Seal chicken. March 1st, they spy the South Shetland Islands. And all um, its majestic small horses. Mm-hmm. There they met uh, more icebergs. Hello, I'm Tom. <laughs> Good to meet you. I'm Iceberg. Uh, they were getting close to Palmer's Land, which is the peninsula that comes from Antarctica, even though they didn't know it was a peninsula at the time. Actually, all peninsulas come from Antarctica. Kind of like how they thought California was a fucking island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Oh, for a long time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. So the temperature drops to 25 degrees, and the government cold weather clothing that they got was pretty much useless. Dude, 1800s government cold weather clothing scares the shit out of me. It's just the phrase. literally your normal clothing. Yeah. <laughs> You're already wearing like a wool jacket all yeah. the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So now the boats are covered in snow and ice. Oh, good. So Wilkes decides to head back. Hey, at least they got fresh water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frozen to them. Like the uh, the seagull, the little ships are getting drenched with freezing-ass water. Then on to the peacock and flying fish. They started out in a storm. Uh, one man fell off the mast, bounced off the deck, and fell into the sea. Oh, that's, oh fuck, some, that's, that's some Ow My Balls level. Yeah, it's like every hitting every branch on the <laughs> way. America's out funniest of home video. <laughs> uh, his boots were sticking out of the water and was lassoed and saved. Whoa. Whoa. I don't know if I'd want to survive that. <laughs> then he Not- dies two days later. <laughs> yeah, because his fucking spinal column was reduced to a foot long, mushed up tube sock full of bone and The only thing keeping him alive was the fucking frigid ass water. Yeah. <laughs> Once he thawed out, like, just turned into a Just in time to die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, March 11th, they saw their first iceberg. Uh, the flying fish was having problems taking on water, which... They were having problems taking on water, They're or they were taking on water, water and that which was the is problem. problem yes. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the men's feet froze. Oh, good. Uh, one day, a huge right whale appeared right in front of the ship and would Ooh. not budge. What? Well, a huge white whale? Right whale. It's like a bowhead whale. They're, they're oh, called okay. the right whales because they were the fucking, they yielded a shitload of oil 
and they were fucking big and stupid and really easy to hunt. Oh, okay. So that's literally what they're called. Like up, like the closest thing we have. And they don't really come in here for everybody. They're up in Alaska is uh, bowhead whales. Yeah, bow, like, bowhead whales are kind of frightening looking. Their baleen is like shaped real fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, and right whales are, are kind of like a subspecies of that. Oh, or okay. maybe maybe they're even the same thing, just called thing. different shit. But yeah, stick a harpoon in that bitch. Free money, bing, bing. You know, yep. like. So they had to push off the whale with boat hooks. Uh, was it like dead? It had to be fucking dead. It's not going to just sit there and let you poke it. Unless they're, maybe they are that easy to, maybe that's why they're that easy to kill. They're just like, (laughs) whatever. Oh, fine. I'll just carve off chunks of my own blubber and give it to you because I'm (laughs) that apathetic. Uh, They fill their uh, water casks with iceberg meltwater. Whale blood. From an 800 foot tall iceberg. So just imagine getting, getting off the ship. Going onto an iceberg. Just chip all the ice off it. Sweet. And then they yep. come down with some kind of fucking disease that only just, existed during the time of the fucking just, dinosaurs. Or like just is carried in penguin and leopard seal shit. Yeah. <laughs> so March 20th, they made it to a wall of ice that stopped all the other explorers. Ooh, flat earth confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yes, the ice nope. wall, finally. <laughs> no hole here yet. Uh, ooh, the next day they found an opening and sailed south. Oh, there's the hole. There's the hole. It's in the hole. <laughs> Uh, they made it to 70 degrees latitude, and the water was freezing around them. Uh, and they said, good the fuck enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could hear the, the ice freezing when it was calm, which Ooh, was nice. That's disheartening. Uh, they hadn't surpassed Cook yet, but came close. Uh, this is done in a tiny boat compared to Cook's. Yeah. Like, that's it's a flying fish, right? Flying fish, yep. Fucking sloop. It's like... A step up from like what you see people cruising around on Lake Union in. Oh shit! It's like not much bigger than that. Well, it's like twenty, it's, it's 20 a or thirty sailboat. feet. Yeah, twenty feet. Well, let's see what it's a sloop. So, uh, what is the definition of a sloop? Sloop John B. Sloop yeah. John B. Baby. Or no, sorry, it's a schooner, rather. Not a sailboat. Yeah, schooner is a sailboat. Stupid it. So yeah, it's a type of sailing vessel defined by its rig, fore and aft rig on all of two or more masts. In case of a two-masted schooner, I think it. it uh, the name sloop probably uh, it probably has to do with how well, many masts. Well, I, are know, on. I know, but they're like little boats. I mean, like, oh yeah, that's like they're, tw- they're twenty-five they, feet, maybe they, thirty. But they have a metric fuck ton of sails. But yeah. they're yeah, it's it's looking to be like twenty-five to forty feet, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So were, were they like the the speedboat of their day? Or they whatever? were the, well, they were using them as tenders. So when you got a big ass fucking like uh, man of war or whatever, and you can't go into shallow shit, you yeah. need something. It's like the zodiacs that people have on the back of their yacht. Okay, yeah, so that's so what you can use it to scooch up rivers and yeah. you know go on shore and oppress the natives or whatever you need to do. And oh man, could you imagine going back in time with a with a fib, the flying inflatable boat? Oh god, just like terrorize. You'd be a god. You'd yeah. be a god. <laughs> yeah, just a yeah fib and like a fucking ar. And you, you rule the world. The yep. Flying Pinto. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the relief ran into trouble around Terra del Fuego, almost running into a rocky reef during a storm. Uh, Wilkes wasn't happy they survived because he was mad that they got into that position in the first place. He's like, you should have fucking died. <laughs> and taken yep. all of our shit to Davy Jones' <laughs> locker. <laughs> fuck, dude? This guy's insane. That's some vengeful shit. Yeah. Like, How dare you survive? Yeah. I don't want any of my shit. Like... A fucking psycho. Yeah, he's, he's not quite Captain Thorn levels, but he's approaching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 19th, the flying fish arrived in Valparaiso, but the seagull was nowhere to be seen. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. 
Back in Valparaiso, Wilkes held a court of inquiry against a Lieutenant Dale. What did you do with the seagull? We, uh... Ate her. So he puts Hudson in charge of that ship. Emily Hudson. Uh, Lieutenant Dale was cleared, but, but this pattern would repeat over the next three years of him... Using him of bullshit. Yep. So Wilkes reacts quil- quickly and passionately to situations. Like, I don't know how passionate... Flies off the fucking hand. Yeah, exactly yeah. what you need when you're stuck on the water yeah, for three years has with a fucking f- same 50 people. A full toddler meltdown anytime anything happens. Woof. So Wilkes thought his officers were incompetent. <laughs> What's that saying? Like, if everybody around you is always an asshole, maybe you're, you're the asshole. Yeah, you're, <laughs> yeah. uh, Craven wanted to command one of the schooners, so Wilkes said, "Hey, okay, you can command the the Seagull once it gets here in a, a month late, if <laughs> and assumed lost." <laughs> uh, Craven told Wilkes he knew exactly what he was up to, and for Lieutenant Long, he. Oh, he didn't like that guy either. He doesn't like any of these guys. Celebrate 160 years of Pelt Magazine with all the exclusive stories from today's top trappers. Get ready for candid confessions from the most manly of mountain men and up close focus on wild animals that kill and river rapids that thrill. Opulence Unlimited on intimate tours of the world's most palatial beaver dens and the most captivating of bear caves. Stories from trappers that trap the imagination of a nation. All this and more in the anniversary edition of Pelt Magazine. Get your copy of Pelt 160th Anniversary Edition from Sequoia and Swagger today. A Bronson Swagger Company. Uh, So now they're in Sydney. Australia. So uh, the that guy would be sent back after they'd get to uh, Australia there. Uh, Lieutenant Long, I think. Wait, that the guy from the Seagull? No, no. the Seagull's gone. The Relief. Oh, the, the, seagull, oh the guy from the Relief. Spoiler That's right. alert, the Seagull is never seen again. Okay, yep. cool. <laughs> We're getting to that. But cool. I figured that was going to happen when he said, like, you can be the captain of the Seagull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I'll make sure it never fucking shows up. I don't think there was any foul play. I think it's just a pleasure think, a pleasure yeah. yacht that's in the goddamn Antarctic Ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So while the relief's being reloaded there, uh, the squad's Marines, because, you know, you got to have Marines along. Of course, how else are you going like, to oppress the indigenous population? Mm-hmm. Uh, they joined the crew in sampling the whiskey. Oh, good. <laughs> Nothing like a drunk Marine. That really livens up oh, the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offenders got 24 lashes. Mm. Uh, three deserters who were returned three days later got 36. Yikes. And one guy got 44. Uh, that was more than what was legal without a court-martial. Right. Okay. Th- this seems. Li- th- th- well, this seems like a good time to kind of get into some of these. Hey, like, man, that's li- illegal. He might not have gotten into the flogging around the fleet shit yet, but, uh, like, uh, it sent me down a rabbit hole on studying, like, the corporal punishment like this. Like you're saying, it's not legal unless... Yeah. Yeah, court martial, and then also sometimes the floggings have to be. They're overseen by the ship surgeon, and he tells you like how close to death a guy is getting. So like, say you're sentenced to like a hundred lashes. Yeah. Well, they might have to break that up into increments. Oh, so t- like today you get forty, and tomorrow then when you, you get forty. No, not tomorrow. When oh. you heal back up, and you will not imminently die if we keep flogging you. Then we do it again. 
Okay. And that and that's 1800s medicine, so like I'm sure some people well, fucking died from this and shit. And what all they would do is dump seawater on the oh. shit, which is where the term rubbing salt in the wound comes from. <laughs> and in some cases, okay, this flogging around the fleet, if somebody did something so fucked up that they wanted to make an example out of them, you got to remember, okay, these flotillas, they're not like next to each other. Right. You know, they're pretty spread out, you know, because you don't want to get in each other's way when you're trying to turn with your sails and all that shit. So to make an example of one crew member in front of the entire fleet, you would like flog him on your boat, then like let him kind of heal up, and whenever you get a chance, row him over to, to another the next boat one, and then flog him and there. flog him in front oh. of people on there and repeat as necessary until wow. you've done the whole fucking thing. Wow, I guess it does get pretty fucking boring out there. Uh, but <laughs> like, but but apparently Wilkes uh, became kind of a fan of doing shit like that for very dubious All right, reasons. Dickhead, you're going on tour. Come yeah, with me. Yeah, yeah. But, so I just wanted to kind of like flesh out a little bit of kind of how this, because, you know, you picture like a pirate movie or whatever. And yeah. Oh, you know, and they're all like, oh, and I'm bleeding, but I'm okay. Now it could kill you eventually. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So there you go. Boo. Well, it wasn't all bad because Wilkes' teenage nephew, Wilkes Henry, gets into the duel at Valparaiso. I'm just a teenage nephew, baby. Uh, nobody was hurt. Uh, Wilkes felt that, he had to dismiss duel, then. <laughs> all four officers involved in the duel, called them a pack of young boobies. <laughs> give me give me a cliff bar, a cup of coffee, and a pack of boobies. A pack of young boobies, especially. <laughs> Gross. Uh, the young officers wrote Wilkes and asked not to be dismissed. Uh, so he actually didn't dismiss him because he didn't want to ruin his nephew's career. So oh, what a, he's a good guy. That's some nepotism. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, he seemed like such a stand-up dude before that. I mean. <laughs> so from another United States uh, ship there in Valparaiso, uh, Wilkes got chummy with uh, its captain, uh, Isaac McKeever, and he takes aboard his nephew and made him uh, sailing master of the Vincennes. Oh, good. This pissed off the other officers because that had been there the entire fucking time. Yep. Oh man! So, uh, July fifteenth, eighteen thirty-nine. Wilkes is just uh, fed up with not being made captain because they're still getting mail in Valparaiso, and he's still not made captain yet. Dear Wilkes, still not a captain, you piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Go get yourself a fucking <laughs> a microscope. See you in hell, dickbag. Bring me back some plants. <laughs> so. He just makes himself captain, along with Hudson, the guy you with the other ship. I think I'm, I'm just going to do that. Queen of <laughs> My anus is bleeding. Yeah. I'm going to be. I I'm going to dub myself the captain of this podcast. Okay. Okay. Uh, Will's the admiral. Bo's cabin boy. <laughs> you know, uh, you want me to assert my fucking dominance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever been beaten to death with a Yeti mug? I have. Yeah, <laughs> I have. <laughs> I think last time. Oh no, it was on the what Rangers Part Three, Texas oh, Rangers. Okay, there you go. Oh yeah. So now they put on their gigantic epaulets because that's important. <laughs> Just NFL style shoulder pads under spray painted gold with it's fringes. Like, I'm imagining like the Talking Heads music video, the giant shoulder. Yep. Yeah. Then he makes himself Commodore, which you can only do if you're L. Ron Hubbard. Wow, yeah. that was quick. Mm-hmm. He rose the ranks pretty fast. Yeah. So that had never been done before. Well, if you're going to make shit up, why not? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm Commodore Space Captain Extreme fucking Overlord. Grand Wizard of the, the Exploration Expedition. Yes. 
So maybe now since they're getting to be in the middle of the Pacific, they wouldn't run into another United States naval ship. So, they so Wilkes could do to whatever to yeah. do whatever. I'm the president of the United States. Yes. This boat. I'm the grand cyclops of this fucking cabin. So one of the XX's or triple X's primary goals would be make maps for American whaling industry who had to make stops in Polynesian ports. Here there be whales. Well, so, apparently the other whales don't move, so you can just... Yeah. They just put an axe where they ran into that one that wouldn't move. Yep, there's one there. It's like a like an NPC in a video game that just <laughs> fucking froze. So August 13th, after a month of sailing, they saw their first Pacific Island. Uh, one of the Tumatu group, or T-U-A... Tomato. Tomato group. Tomato, tomato. We'll just call it tomato group. Tuamotu. Uh, the largest Kura... Coral Atoll of the world. Ooh. I almost said Corral because like we're a, a Western great, podcast. Great thing to crash into. A- anytime someone says the word Atoll to me, all I all I think of is Waterworld. Water yep. For real. So now they're doing their surveying, so now they're actually doing something. This is the first of 280 islands surveyed. Uh, so this is where he's, the scientists are waiting to go aboard, go ashore and do some stuff. Sciencing. They say, no, no. Uh, you have to wait till after it's surveyed to go ashore. You stay here. Do some gravity tests. Take some clams, catch some bugs, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so uh, the scientists, uh, oh, uh, they finally go to shore after it's uh, surveyed, but the natives weren't having it. Yeah. They even had an interpreter from New Zealand. Um, could still communicate, but it seemed that the conversation was making things worse. Yeah. Absolutely picturing like Taika Waititi. Like, uh, uh, some officers tried to swim to shore but were chased off. <laughs> uh, Wilkes, to make point, had his men fire birch out at him to scare them off. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. That's making good first impression. Yep. Mm-hmm. Though he said before he wanted the natives to be treated as nicely as possible. <laughs> That's why we use birdshot. By, yeah. yeah, by 1800 standards. <laughs> <laughs> Just meme, no kill. Yeah, yeah. So Wilkes drives off the natives, and he lets the scientists ashore, but only for a half hour. Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay. Get a lot done. Uh, Wilkes thought he'd, uh, he had demonstrated their power with the birdshot, but the other officers thought they'd be murdered by the pissed-off natives. In the following weeks, they survived 17 islands on the way to Tahiti. Uh, the scientists were mad that they had to wait for the surveys to be finished and let off on an island. Wilkes complained about the smell of coral, so he ruled none to be brought aboard. So the scientists are mad about Sounds that. Sounds like a Yanni album, The Smell of Coral. <laughs> well, you never really think about it because like most of the coral you, you get for your fish tanks, it's all dead and dried out and doesn't right, have right. a smell. But yeah, I can imagine when it's still pulpy and you pull it out of the water, it's probably got a yeah, fucking it's ocean. Yeah, like ocean a low funk. tide kind of yeah, yeah. ambiance. A funk. And then you stuff that in the bottom of a fucking ship with a bunch of farting sailors and <laughs> pickled herring and whatever the fuck. Fucking whatever, whatever like infection dudes got on his back from being whipped well, on six different are, ships. We were talking about the guy took a fucking bath and passed out. So you know. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, Wilkes frowned on higher ranking officers consorting with lower ranking ones. Uh, Wilkes would spend more and more time alone for some reason. Starvation. <laughs> fucking dickhead. Uh, just there's... looking at his epaulets in the mirror, jerking it, just fucking... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, who's the Commodore? Uh, 
Lieutenant Reynolds wondered if he was suffering some sort of mental imbalance. <laughs> At some point, Wilkes gets the nickname of Stormy Petrol, a name that stuck for the rest of his life. Now, coming to the stage, Stormy Petrol. Uh, he only got five hours of sleep a night and drove his men hard. Uh, September 10th, they sailed into Tahiti. Yay. Uh, but Wilkes allowed no women on board the ships and ordered the men to be back by sunset, which kept the missionaries happy there in Tahiti, but not the men who heard of the Tahitian reputation for open sexuality. Wait, there was like Christian missionaries there already? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Always already screwing things up. Yes, yeah. fucking great. I, I and just basically love how... the Christian missionary, you know, the Tahitians were pretty uh, sexually liberated. Yeah, yeah. So of course the Christians got to no, 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 no. Cover your bits. Cover them up. So now they're leaving Pago Pago. Pago, Pago. So nice they named Pago, it twice. Pago. Uh, there's a difficult harbor to get out of, and the Vincennes was having trouble and almost ran aground. And it was kind of strange that Wilkes wasn't barking orders at everybody, but he was hiding with his head in his hands, which is not very good captaining. <laughs> but I'm a Commodore. And he was a dick to the harbor pilot uh, when he got off the boat, not letting him get off right away. Okay. He's like mm-hmm. mad with power? Yep. Yeah. Lieutenant Reynolds was tending to his sunburned feet and was late for an unwarranted all-hands-on-deck. How do you get just your feet sunburned? Because you're wearing pants and you're barefoot on the deck of a ship. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Uh, Not his hands? Not his face? No. Hat? Ski mask? Gloves? Probably. Maybe not gloves. I don't know. So Wilkes liked to call all-hands-on-deck when you really didn't need to do all-hands-on-deck. Sure. Yeah, again, just to have power so, over people. It's a like. Michael Scott fucking uh, boardroom meeting for no reasons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so this guy was suspended with his sunburned feet, and he had to stay in a windowless 85-degree stateroom for six days. Oh, oh. what? Because he sunburned his feet? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Well, it was late because of his sunburned feet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, it wasn't long before Wilkes learned of talk of mutiny. Yeah, no shit. Why would you mutiny? This guy's a peach. <laughs> uh, Wilkes decided it was time to read the officer's journals. Oh, good. That'll He's going to snoop through their text messages? That'll enhance some fuck? trust and transparency. Mm-hmm. God damn. I'm just also picturing like the scientists all just like starting to build like smoke bombs and <laughs> right. fucking sharpening scalpels. Yeah, and, like you know. A-team and fucking put some shit yeah, together. Yeah, turning Erlenmeyer flasks into bombs and shit. <laughs> Molotov uh, beaker. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking don't let me go on shore. I'll show you. Make a laser out of the fucking like, microscope. Make your front, yeah, the microscope <laughs> they don't have, remember? That's why he knew. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Took him away. What? Yeah, wouldn't you just like, you know, turn it up and then you like put a candle yep. on the objective end and totally. then a laser beam shoots out of the eyepiece, right? Exactly That's how, how it works. works. Wow. Exactly. And you you can uh, you can adjust it by you know switching the lens. Yeah, yeah. You can focus uh, it. You can focus it. Yeah. Can like just literally shooting seagulls out of the sky with it. <laughs> awesome. Sick. So November tenth, the XX sailed from Samoa. Uh, they were supposed to go to Fiji, but time was running out again. If they wanted to go to Antarctica, because Antarctica won't be there much longer. You know, they didn't want to go to Antarctica, but nope. they were going. <laughs> so they <laughs> had direct to Sydney to resupply there. Uh, 
Lieutenant Reynolds had lost a jacket that ended up in the lost and found. What? They have a lost and found? Wait, in Sydney? Yeah. Oh, so he lost it the first time they were there? And then. No, I think this was on the ship, actually. We'll find out. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. So he loses his jacket. What pissed him off was Carr, a Lieutenant Carr. Uh, he was Wilkes Lackey. Knew it was his coat and wouldn't give it back. Carr Float. said he would report this incident. You know, you're out of uniform. Oh, uh, shit. And Reynolds said he'd save him the trouble and go directly to Wilkes right now. Uh, Wilkes informed Reynolds that he approved of Carr's actions. What the fuck? <laughs> Ten minutes later, Reynolds was informed he was transferred to the Peacock. Oh, no. <laughs> the news of the transfer caused a great hubbub on the ship because Reynolds was a popular guy. Which is why he needed to get him off the ship. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. Because he was popular. You're making me look bad because yeah. you're not a dick. Yeah, you're making yourself look bad, dude. Uh, Lieutenant May, uh, his friend and roommate, went to Wilkes and said, a, quote, a great injustice was done and didn't want to stay on the ship either. So Wilkes put him on the flying fish. So on to Antarctica. Yay! So, uh, okay, so we're on our way to we're, we're on our way to Antarctica. Uh, we're gonna stop well, here because well, we're a, not. Yeah, we are. No, it's quickly reaching almost sixty-four degrees in here. Oh, yeah, but there's no penguins yet, and I haven't found the hole. <laughs> Anyways, the hole in the pole. Yeah. Stay tuned next week. Will they find the hole of glory? Oh, God. <laughs> or will they turn around and go somewhere else? Uh, they'll eat a penguin or several, or they'll burn them or something. Awesome. Make them into juice. Yep. They Pen- take the oh, gross. Vape, vape, cold-pressed vape, fucking... Vape juice. <laughs> <laughs> just fishy bird flavor. Oh, God damn it. Penguin has got to taste just fucking revolting. It's it's, it be has to. Like, all the shitty gaminess of a fucking bird, but like also like the fishy grossness. Of like of a carp, carp or a mackerel. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Just like, it'd be like making a turducken with like a, a seagull and a mackerel. <laughs> I think. And probably very fatty, too. Like, wrap yeah. that in, like, just bacon fat. That that could be, like, mock mock penguin stew. Mock penguin? Oh, god damn it. I'm going to have to go down a YouTube rabbit hole tonight of, like, find anyone on YouTube that's, like, eaten penguin before, just to see. Be better than others. Enjoy the benefits of knowledge. Accept the answers from us. The realism. Penguins are edible by any carnivore human. But during the long voyages in the early Antarctic diet, penguins' fresh meat was consumed. It is because the food which they carried were not having the nutrients that were required for the Antarctic and also the foods were decaying. Bad luck to kill a seabird. Oh yeah, fuck. Man, that's that's quite a show. But anyway, we'll uh, go out with a hail of gunfire and we'll finish this up next time. Hail. Of. Gunfires. Yeah. Gunfarts. Gunfarts. Gunfarts.